What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Tango Delta Podcast. Today, Coach Kimbo and I, we're talking about the five myths of CrossFit. Not all five, but just five that we want to talk about today to give you, your friends, somebody that might want to try CrossFit, somebody who doesn't like CrossFit because of weird beliefs or whatever. I want to give you the exact way we think about this. And uh, so, yeah, that's what this episode's about. Please check it out. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Tango Delta podcast. I am Coach Decker. I'm here with my lovely wife, Coach Kimbo. Hello. We are so happy to be with you today, getting the podcast started up and running again consistently. And um, we wanted today to talk a little bit about some myths that we hear oftentimes as box owners, as CrossFit coaches, and even people hear these a lot just as CrossFitters, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, um, by the way, you look pretty today. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm just happy to be back and doing this with you. I did a couple solos Mm-hmm. By myself, and uh, but I'm glad to. Uh, I'm sure everybody listening is glad to hear you too, because you're a smart one. <laughs> <laughs> you are a smart one. So, uh, <clears throat> well, without any further ado, we don't have a lot of stuff to chit chat about. Let's get into. We have five myths that we want to talk about. Okay, and when we start, I'm just gonna let you go, and let you hit the first one. Okay, and we'll we'll roll into that, but. Um, Okay. So, myth number one. Okay. Well, so it's important to know that these are not really listed in, like, order of importance or the one we hear the most, except for the last one. We're saving the best for last because that one we hear the most. Constantly. <clears throat> Constantly. So, so we'll start. Um, these top four are in no particular order, but the first one we got listed is the myth, quote, I'm not fit enough for CrossFit, end quote. This one we hear mostly from people who haven't tried CrossFit or haven't done it or any, you know, real functional fitness uh, in in the past. And the the thing about this myth is that it's largely based around fear. People are often afraid of trying it because it looks difficult and it is difficult and it should sure. be. Um, but the truth is you don't have to be fit to do CrossFit because everything in CrossFit is scalable and modifiable to meet you where you currently are. Exactly. And a lot of, a lot of times people say, well, I can go and I'm fit enough to start walking or start jogging or things like that. And yes, you are right. But you can always get better at that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so with the difficulty level of the things that we do, as far as we do practice skills like you, you need to understand, you need to be able to squat to depth and you need to be able to, you know, jump rope or some people can't jump lines when they start or even jump over a barbell or anything like that. You can't be intimidated by the things that you can't do currently, right? right. Currently. Um, you have to kind of grab those the life by the horns and say, I'm going to do something different. Mm-hmm. And when you start doing something different, you get different results. Right. If I just stand and curl, uh, uh, do bicep curls all the time, that, that that just hurts my biceps. 
right? It, so, well, it doesn't translate into a, a functional application in in life. Sure. And that and that's the thing about CrossFit that makes or, or any real functional fitness program. Um, the thing that makes it so effective and why people keep coming back is because how much it improves their lifestyle. CrossFit isn't just about CrossFit. CrossFit is about making you a better version of yourself, making you more functional, making you feel better, sleep better, get out of the bed better, you know, play with your kids better. Ride uh, your all, bike, run. All these things that you that love stuff. about life, CrossFit <clears throat> is meant to improve your capability to to enjoy that activity. And so the, the, the myth that I'm not fit enough for CrossFit is just something I think people say because they're a little intimidated and have a little bit of fear. But as we all know, if you make decisions just based on intimidation and fear, almost always it's a mistake. It's almost a mistake. always it's holding you yeah. back, you know? So I encourage anyone that's listening, if you, if you're one of those people that believes you're not fit enough to, to start CrossFit or to do CrossFit, I want you to throw that thought into the garbage. Cause that's exactly what it is. Right. Yep. Go, go do it and see, you know, you're, you're going to be challenged, but it's going to meet you where you are. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're, if you're <clears throat> unfit, if you're a little overweight or if you're, you know, underweight, or if you have a, you know, an ailment or disability, or if you're injured, everything we do, it can meet you at where you're at. You just need a good coach, someone that cares and someone that's going to work with you to make the program work for you. Absolutely. It's one of the, the, the main things I hear, Hey, I'm going to get in shape and then I'll join CrossFit right. or I'm going to start working out and then I'll join CrossFit. Um, do you understand that the people that you see in CrossFit boxes, um, look to be in pretty good fitness, mm -hmm. right? But most people didn't start that way. They came in out of shape mm -hmm. and they put the work in day to day and now they look and perform as though they like they do, right? So you don't be intimidated by that. Most CrossFit boxes are absolutely um, some of the nicest people that you'll ever meet yeah. in your life and they care about your fitness as much as you do. Sure. Not just the coaches, not just the owner, but the people in yeah. there care about truly, you know, making you better. So, uh, the, well, the myth, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said it. Cause that rolls right into our, our second myth. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> this one kind of makes me laugh a little bit. So excuse me, I'm not trying to make fun of anyone that thinks this, but, um, myth number two quote, CrossFit is a cult End quote. <laughs> this one, this one cracks me up. Um, because any, Anyone that's done CrossFit or is doing CrossFit, we we all know that that's just, uh, I think something. Bonkers. Pe yeah, people, I think people say that again out of a place of fear or, you know, an excuse as to why they, they won't join it. Um, but ultimately, if, if a cult is a group of people that genuinely want to see you succeed, coaches that genuinely care about your health and your fitness, and... Um, you know, a day-to-day a -day struggle to just be better than the version you are, then yeah, okay, I guess, I guess if that if that's the definition of a cult in your eyes, fine, call us a cult. But right. the truth is, that is all it is. We we come together because we we struggle together, we work together, and we get better together. And, yeah. we, and, and that's the thing I think people lose, you know, in 
especially in in our neighborhoods and and just on a smaller scale you're you're meant to want people to succeed you mm. should want your neighbor to succeed you should want to be there to help them but we kind of lost track of that we kind of lost track of our humanity i think sure. um especially in the past you year, know year yeah. or so where people are just so fearful and and scared to even go near someone when when you're in the in the box and you're doing crossfit every person in there genuinely wants to see you succeed and is there to help you if you need it. Absolutely. Uh, the, the relations, the relationships that have been made in our lives personally, we're, we're going to, I'm going to be involved in somebody's wedding. We're watching people. Uh, uh, there's people that have slept on our couch, mm-hmm. slept in our home. We, we go change tires and move furniture for each other. Um, and we're like that's not cultish. Right? No, that's humanity. That's humanity. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You get in there and you grind with these people. You you develop friendships and relationships that are built on on fitness and healthy lifestyles. And even sometimes on the weekends we have barbecues, we have swimming parties, we have we we go hiking or biking or or whatever it is. You find a family of people that that think like you and um so I think the myth that CrossFit is a cult is a massive excuse of pride from a bunch of people who've never tried it, mm-hmm. and they only really think about themselves. And you know, put your headphones on and yeah. and do your own little workout, and you know, look at yourself in the mirror and take a selfie with your duck face, <laughs> right? And throw it on Instagram, right? Yeah. That's that's very selfish and self-seeking, right? Sure. When we show up in that box, yeah, it is about me. Right, I'm gonna get my workout done. I'm gonna do my best, but when I'm done, I'm yelling for that person that's not done yet. Or if I'm last, they're all yelling at me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it is a family, and um, you you'll never know that until you try it. Sure. And 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 put in the work. So that's myth number two. Number one was. Number one was I'm not fit enough for CrossFit. Number two, CrossFit is a cult. Lies. Here, lies. Here we go. Number three. This one This one I hear often. And to be fair, there is like a lot of evidence on the internet to support this. As we know, you can trust everything on the internet, right? So. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <clears throat> number three. Quote, CrossFit is dangerous. End quote. This one's fun. So is driving a car. Right. So there... Okay. So <laughs> any any activity... Really, there's some sort of inherent risk that you take on, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, walking, I went for a run yesterday um, just by myself, and I, I did have my headphones in. So, you know, I was constantly checking back behind me, looking for cars. Like, but th- th- there is some Squirrels. danger to that, right? There's no sidewalk. I'm in the road. That's dangerous. Someone could be texting and driving and could have, you know, hit me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, CrossFit, when applied correctly, when taught correctly and applied correctly, it is not dangerous. In fact, it is the opposite of that. It's going to keep you from injury if you do it correctly. Right. Now, now, sure, like I said, with any activity or any fitness program, there is a risk, right? It's, sure. You could come off of a box and, and accidentally roll your ankle. Like, I mean, th- things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stuff you see on the internet, those cr- those crazy... Uh, dangerous lifts, the the things that are pe- people do and post on internet, that is largely not what is actually happening in, in the box. Right. Most in the majority of CrossFit. The boxes. Mo- yes, most people 
when they have a good good coaching staff and a good community, we're we're always preaching safety. You know, we're always talking about good mechanics, consistency with those mechanics, and then upping some intensity once you have the movement down. So, you know, if if you're one of those people that just seen a bunch of stuff on the internet or you're one of those people that did go to a box and for example, you started kipping your pull-ups before you had the strength to do strict pull-ups and you injured your shoulder. That sort of thing is largely just an ignorance on the people that were coaching you. Right. That and and not to not to be offensive, but that's <clears throat> where that comes from. A, a knowledgeable coach is going to know whether you should be doing any sort of kipping or or any sort of increased work capacity in a movement. Um CrossFit is not dangerous when applied correctly. When applied and coached and received right. by the athlete. Right. Oh, yeah. So if you're not a coachable type of person, then you are uh, uh, you have a you have a 75% more chance of getting injured if you are not coachable. Right. Because when I tell you, hey, you don't need to be flopping around on the bar like that, you can't do a strict pull-up, or you don't need to put that much weight over your head, You're, you don't have the technique or the consistency. Or the mobility. Or the mobility or, right. or whatever, and you decide, because you want to be a big boy, that you're going to put it over your head, and you get hurt, I, what, else, what else can I do at that point? And I've had many, not many, I've had a couple of instances of being a box owner where I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. And that person won't listen, won't listen, won't listen over and over. Don't do that. Don't do that. You can't do that. Oh, I'm good. And they end up getting hurt and leaving and blaming CrossFit for being right. bad. Right. So, right? So and you, dangerous. You have to check your ego at the yeah. door, which which we all have to do on a daily basis. Um, but just realize that a, a good coach is 100% there to make your that hour of your day the best hour that you can have. Yeah. Um, setting you up for success, making sure you hit the stimulus of, of whatever the workout is and keeping you safe. Like that, that's our job. That's what, that's what we strive to do every, every class. So, um, on a coach's perspective and on an athlete's perspective, CrossFit is not at all dangerous if done correctly. Right. Doesn't mean you won't get hurt at some point. Yeah. But, but, but (laughs) largely you are not really in a dangerous situation you're training your body and working out so that when you're in your real life and going out and doing things you are not prone to injury because you know how to move you know how to operate your body correctly with solid mechanics so when you you know pick up your kid you're doing it correctly and you don't tweak your back right right so it's actually the opposite crossfit is meant to make your life less dangerous it's meant to make you stronger and better absolutely a lot of people that talk about you know twisting to to get something while they're sitting down and they throw their back out or Mm -hmm. getting out of the car throwing their throwing their back out um everything that we do in the box is meant to make life better Mm -hmm. it's meant to make everything you do easier and it only takes just a few weeks for you to start realizing you know I remember my mother when she started. Mm-hmm. They have we have stairs at home, and just a few weeks in, she was just so happy that she wasn't quite as out of breath going up the stairs, sure. and it wasn't as hard yeah. to walk up the stairs. That's why it's called functional movement. Right, right. It's uh, what we do every day, and your body is designed to do it. 
So when done correctly, it is safe. Absolutely. Debunked. Debunked. All right, good. So um, let's move on to number four. This one, okay, so this one's interesting. Number four, quote, CrossFit is not for everyone, end quote. I love this one. That's a myth? It, it, is a, it is a myth, but, but there's also some truth behind it. So let, let's talk about the myth side of this first. Okay. Um, so when I was getting my L1, I was in England at the time, and they handed out shirts for us. And the shirt was CrossFit, um, challenging for a Marine, scalable for the Queen. Yeah. Right. And so they love their queen over there. Uh, so so that, like, they, that they do. Yeah. Um, but but the meaning behind that and the thing they wanted to express by giving us those shirts was that this is CrossFit is meant to challenge, but be suitable for anyone from a, a hardcore Marine to a sweet older lady just trying to move, you yeah. know, Um Everything in CrossFit is meant to be functional for your body. So if you're a human being, it is for you. It absolutely is for you. Whether you're overweight in a wheelchair, if you're 80 years old, if you're 20 years old, um, it doesn't it doesn't matter. If you're a human, CrossFit is meant for you. Do you walk? Yep. Do you pick things up off the ground? Mm-hmm. Do you squat when you go to the restroom? Right. Do you squat when you sit down at the table? Do you sit up out of Do bed? Do you sit up out of bed? <laughs> yeah. All of those things are functional movements. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, so that, so that is definitely a myth. However, CrossFit is not really for everyone because hmm. because there are people out there who mentally just don't want to work that hard. They just don't want to. It's true. I, I've had somebody give up. On the first class, seven burpees in to the warm-up. Yeah. Yep. Nah, nah, not for me. Nah, I'm not going to feel that much discomfort. Yep. And to me, I feel, and if I can get a little opinionated, sure. I feel that that is an issue just across the board with people in general that we just don't want to put hard work in to see good results. No, we are we are a country, we are a microwave generation. Yeah, I talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah. Go listen. Episode it, 1, season 2. <laughs> it it's true, it's true though. The especially in, you know, the United States and I love our country, but a lot of people have grown accustomed for things just to be easy. Whether it's handed to them, whether it's a you know a two minute nuke in the in the microwave versus a twenty minute prep on the stove, mm-hmm. we we just don't like to work that hard. Now there are some people that don't know this about themselves yet, but when they do join CrossFit and they put in that hard work, they actually realize how much better it feels to earn something. Yeah. With and, your, yeah. And what they're capable and, of. Exactly. And those yeah. are the coolest things as coaches, because if you look at 99% of CrossFit boxes, most of the general population of that box is, you know, your servicemen, your firefighters, your police officers, and your former athletes, mm-hmm. all these people that know about putting in super hard work mm-hmm. and getting the results of it. It's the general population, why CrossFit has kind of been shunned from the general population, right. because they they haven't been... 
forced through something like that. They don't know what they're capable of. Right. They don't realize that they can do the things that, you know, and, and a lot of that comes with self-belief in yourself. Sure. Right? So no, nothing is greater as a coach than to watch somebody that has never worked out a day in their life come in and three months later they get their first push-up, which is a big deal, guys. Sure. A yeah. big deal. Their push-up, to see people get their pull-up, mm-hmm. to see people, my goodness, do a burpee all the way down to the ground and stand back up. Sure. Right? I've, I've seen that. I mean. Oh, yeah. That's 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 amazing to me. And then the mental light bulb that goes off when I'm telling them, you, you can. can. You can do this. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah. And they're looking at me like, no, I can't. And then they do it. I had somebody the other day. There was like 10 seconds left in the in the workout and I wanted them to get over and do a couple of more shoulder to overhead movements. And they're like, no, I can't. I absolutely can't. I said, yes, you can just pick it up. And he did three. Nice. Right. He said, no, I, there was no way I could. And I said, you did. Right. And so every time that that happens, you chip away. At that, at that at, belief system. At the belief system that, that you, you have. Yeah. That you yeah. can't do CrossFit or you yeah. can't do something that intense or you can't run a 5K or you can't lift uh, your body weight up off of or the ground. Or you can't climb a rope. I've heard the, the rope oh my for gosh. whatever reason, every, every time I'm like, yeah, you can climb a rope. No, I can't. I can't climb a rope. Yes, you can. Come over here. Let's work on your technique. Mm-hmm. And within a few minutes, they're climbing a rope. Climbing a and rope. they had no idea they could. And... That that is that is one of the most rewarding things is watching our athletes do something that they believed they could not do. I right. mean, it's so rewarding. Um, That's what gets you to the point that you realize CrossFit is for you. Yeah. Right now, the ones that walk in and you know, you know, don't want to work hard. Or don't want to be a part of a community mm-hmm. and don't want to support others and just kind of want to do their own thing off over in the corner. Yeah, it might not be for you. Yeah, I you mean, know, and, and we we've come to realize that. You know, two and a half years of being a box owners. So. Yeah, I mean, well, I've been I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this since '06, and for the first I don't know nine years, I was coaching only. Uh, service people active duty active duty military and that and that's different you tell you tell them to do something they're going to do it like that's just what we're we're disciplined to do listen to the authority right when i transitioned into the civilian world i could not believe how many people would just fall out in the middle of a workout just mm. just fall out nope i can't do it i don't want to do it or i'm not going to do or it or i'm not going to do it yeah. And, and yeah that i had a hard time with that cuz in my head i'm thinking what what do you mean you're not going to do? <laughs> like, right. this is the workout. This is what you're doing. Um, and so, you know, CrossFit is not for everyone. That is a myth, but there's also some truth to it. And, you know, if you're one of those people that you just don't like to work hard and you don't want to be better than, than you are currently, yeah, CrossFit's not for you. Because CrossFit is going to challenge you and it is going to make you better. Um, and it's going to be difficult. So, if, so go... You know, and so, so make, no, well, you got to make that choice. If you yeah. want to be the person that stays the same or with age, you know, de- decreases in strength and mobility and your, your independent lifestyle slowly slips away from your grip. If, if that's cool with you and that sits well, by all means, don't, 
don't go to a CrossFit box. But if you're right. one of those people that wants to get better, wants to live independently and healthy and feel good, um, go to the box because it is for you. A hundred percent. And let's let's just be honest. If we truly care about your health, your mental health, and your physical health, if CrossFit's not your thing because you actually put some time in and tried it, you gave it a few months, and you're like, nah, I'm just, I'm just not into this. You had good coaching. Go find out what is. Sure. Go out there and, and find the thing that challenges you. Understand it. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Okay? If it is comfortable, there is no change there. Right, so going on an elliptical for five or ten minutes or twenty minutes, and your heart rate gets up about fifty percent. I mean, you're you're gonna be there for days, y'all. Yeah. Days and weeks and months to find what we can do or what a functional fitness gym in your area, whatever. It can change your life in an hour a day, mm -hmm. three or four times a week with a mediocre diet. Yep. I'm just telling you, put the work in. Don't be scared of it. CrossFit is for you. And we, I, I, it is for everybody. It I, is. I want to see that. Yeah. So, let's talk about <clears throat> this one's my favorite number five. I, lo I love this one. We saved the best for last. Um, this one, I've probably since I've been a coach for civilians. This is probably the one that I've heard the most. Besides I've, number one, uh, for me, that I'm not fitting up. I've heard, yeah. th I've heard this one more because there are a lot of people that don't want to admit that they're afraid. So they, so they use sure. this one. I got All you. Right. So number five, quote, CrossFit is too expensive, mm. end quote. I'm trying with this one not to, to give anyone a spanking, but here's the deal. CrossFit is not too expensive. Not for what you get. We, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, definitely you're going to get what you pay for, right, um, w with anything. But even in terms of just what what it is it is not too expensive when you think about your average membership for unlimited classes per month i don't even know what the average is across the nation uh, uh it's, but it's probably around 160 160 maybe yeah. 170 160, i know 170 i know in dc when i was coaching there our membership was uh 185 and that was the discount for active duty so mm -hmm. it was probably close to 200 or whatever uh, so it all it is going to depend on your area and you know the market or whatever. But sure, and the here, amenities that you have to offer. Sure, absolutely. The value of the membership. Yep, yep. Um, but here's the deal: if you actually took out a piece of paper and went through your budget and calculated how much you spend on coffee every day. Oh boy. Okay. Um, how many times you you use the bite squad or go out to eat or order order food or whatever. How many times you, you spend money just on pure entertainment? Yeah. You know, if you if you actually calculated what you spend your money on or, or things you buy that you don't even need or use, you just buy it for the sake of buying it. Sure. There are so many things that add up that would easily pay for a CrossFit membership. Sure. Okay. And I'm and, and here's here's the problem. People look at that price. And they and they say, oh well, I could go join Planet Fitness and pay ten bucks a month. There's comparison. Yeah, there's a comparison there. But there's absolutely no comparison. <laughs> right, right. There's a big comparison in the price, but in the results and mm -hmm. what you get from it, there is no comparison. Planet Fitness, it may work for some people. I don't. I don't know. However, I know that they don't accomplish what we do. Those people don't get results like we do. 
You do not get what, what you could get. And here's the other thing with Planet Fitness. They don't care if you go to the gym. No, they, they serve you pizza. They don't care. They, they do not care if you sign up and never show up one day. All they care about is that 10 bucks a month. Yeah. That's it. We, on the other hand, if you're missing two days in a row, you better believe your coach is going to be contacting you and wondering where you are and if you're okay and what's going on. We, we are not just coaching you in that hour, but we become people that genuinely care about all aspects of your yeah, life. Your accountability. Yeah. Your accountability, Partners, you know, you know, and, and so it's not too expensive. You literally just need to make small tweaks, small tweaks in, in your, in your life and what you spend money on. And it easily will pay for a CrossFit membership. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and throw in this other myth with this one because they kind of go hand in hand. The, the myth quote, I don't have time. And right. listen, you have time. You can make the time. It's all about priorities. It's all about priorities. And it's not a selfish thing to say, hey, I got to go to the gym for an hour. That's not selfish. No, you're investing in yourself. Which is going to translate into your 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 partner, your kids, yeah. you, you know, all your the job. people, everything. Yeah. It, is not, it is not selfish to take an hour and and be a better person in that hour. Work to be better than you were. So... CrossFit is not too expensive, and you can make time. Every person can make time. Yeah. And so... It, it all comes down to discipline. Discipline and everything. priorities. Yep. Discipline and priorities. Discipline in, with your money. Discipline with your time. Discipline with your effort. Discipline with your food intake. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff pays off. Absolutely. Right? Now, I do. I have ran into people that I think probably could not afford that price point. Right? I, I really, there are some legit people sure. that probably can't afford it and that's okay. Um, but most people can, they just, it is just another excuse on the, their checklist of why they don't want to change their life. Ed, listen, a lot of those people that have legit come in and say, I can't pay my bills. I see them pulling out of the driveway and lighting a cigarette. Yeah, okay, I've so seen you, that you, before too. You can afford cigarettes, but you can't pay your bills. Listen, priorities, discipline. You got to real. You get one life. Yeah. You get one life. You get one chance to be the best version you can be and have a positive impact on the people around you. And if you're one of those people that just don't want to make it a priority, you need to really take a look in the mirror and think about what you're doing. Yeah, make make yourself and your health. A priority. I mean, I remember I was 330 pounds and I looked at my kid. I'm like, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die. And it was from that moment. And I don't want people to get to that point. Right. I don't want you to have to go where I've had to go to get where I am even today. Right. I want you to, you know, be successful. But it, I mean, it comes down now. This, it's one thing to start CrossFit. And it's another thing to continue to show up once you've already joined. Consistency. The yep. consistency. Just realize the money that you're putting into your box, your community, and your fit family is an investment in yourself. Sure. And we want to be there to coach you. And almost like personal training every day. Yep. We can go into all kinds of examples 
of how CrossFit is cheaper than if you hired a personal trainer. Oh, it's yeah. around sixty to seventy dollars an hour. So if our people that come four days a week, they've right, already made their. That's two hundred forty dollars yeah. <laughs> a week. Right. That you're paying in personal training fees. So that's debunked. Yeah. Right. Um, but we want to, you know, we got to make sure as box owners that we're adding value, not just programming, not just community, um, but we're adding value to um, uh, that membership. And you feel that, you know what, I might be paying a prior higher price point, but this is worth it. Sure. This is changing my life. And those are the stories that I love to hear. Those are the things that I love to hear. And if you're thinking, you can go back, you can listen to this all over again and we were putting a lot of emphasis on what crossfit uh, on these myths but we told you a lot of what crossfit is sure in the in the inner intertwining all of these things together we told you a lot about what crossfit is about so um i encourage you if this uh if this podcast kind of helped or you know you have any questions or you want to leave us a message on um uh you know, uh, through Anchor or whatever what, what app you're using, please let us know if you got if uh, what your what your opinions are and uh, and were, and uh, yeah, what what yeah. Uh, is that is that good? I think yeah. I mean, those are five. There there are some others out there that are a little silly, like oh, I'll, I'll get too bulky if I do CrossFit. No. <laughs> CrossFit yeah, women right. getting too bulky, right? Like, oh come on, you right? only get bulky if you want to get bulky. <laughs> well, not uh, even. I mean, I've I've been trying for years to get bulky. It just <laughs> just doesn't happen. Um, but there, we'll we'll probably do another one on on some other stuff. But if there is one takeaway from this, though, all those myths are exactly that. They're myths. They're not true. And if you need you know any assistance with figuring out. You know, if CrossFit is the thing that that you need in your life, we are happy to help you with that. Um, I mean, even if you need help with a budget, I'm pretty good with numbers. I mean, there's really no excuse at this point. We've actually tried to do that with people before. Yep, we have. Sat down and made a budget for them. They're like, I just can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, They looked at the numbers, seen they could do it, and they're like, Mm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, you know? <laughs> yeah, and and there's a, there's always a million excuses and reasons not to do something. That's always going to be there. But at the end of the day, if you if you go to sleep at night and know you could have done better that day, that's that's a loss in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I would want everyone, every single one of my athletes or every person to lay down at night and feel accomplished and good about what they did that day because they know that they've already made progress and become better than they were yesterday. Absolutely. And that that's the goal. So I think we're on the same page. Yep, I think so too. All right. Well, awesome. I think that's it. Yeah, awesome. Guys, thanks for listening to the Tango Delta Podcast. We'll see you next time. Later. Thanks for listening to the Tango Delta Podcast today. We appreciate it very much. If you liked this episode, got something out of this episode, or you know somebody who really needs to hear this episode because they won't come to the gym with you, or whatever it is, just uh, uh, send it to them. Put uh, put it on Facebook, 
Um, like it, share it, put it on your, your Instagram feed. Uh, leave us a review on, on iTunes. Give us a, that five-star rating. Um, just send us a message on Anchor anywhere. Just connect with us if you have questions or anything. Uh, we, we thank you guys for listening. We want to educate. We want to inspire. And we want to just have fun with this podcast. So thank you again for listening to the Tango Delta podcast. We'll see you next week.